Hey, Moving Forward listeners, believe it or not, the holidays are right around the corner. So get the ball rolling and get your ducks in a row. The Corporate Clichés Coloring Book makes the perfect white elephant office party gift or surprise stocking stuffer for your favorite work-from-home colleague. It's available now on Amazon. You can also find quick links at bemovingforward.com and in the show notes for this episode. Let's celebrate the holidays with some low-hanging fruit and a bubbling glass of synergy. Hey, Moving Forward listeners, just a quick update. If you're listening to episode 364, a commentary on the Charlie Brown Thanksgiving special, which I recorded in 2021. As of now, Apple owns the Peanuts library. So if you want to watch the special with this commentary, you'll either need a subscription to Apple TV Plus or you can purchase a physical media copy. I've got affiliate links to Amazon at the write-up for episode 364, which is available at bemovingforward.com. I hope you enjoy this episode and have a wonderful Thanksgiving holiday. Hey, John Lim here. We're moving forward with episode 364. And today, this is going to be a fun holiday episode to celebrate Thanksgiving. So before we get into today's episode, a little bit of housekeeping. There will be no episode next week, which will be Thanksgiving week. I will return with episode 365 on Thursday, December 2nd. So this week's episode will be my Thanksgiving episode, and it'll round out and complete November for moving forward. And today we're going to do something fun. We're going to do a commentary on a Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. It's one of my favorite holiday specials. It's one that gets overlooked a lot. When when you think of Charlie Brown and Peanuts, you probably think mostly of either the Halloween special, which we just celebrated uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago, or the Christmas special, which is coming up. The Thanksgiving one tends to get lost a little bit in the mix, but I think it's a great holiday uh, special. And a little background on this one. A Charlie Brown Thanksgiving originally aired on November 20th, 1973. It was the third animated special in the Peanuts line. It won an Emmy. It was written by Charles M. Schultz, who created the Peanuts characters. If you follow me on Twitter you'll see that I tweet out a lot of the Peanuts tweets and tweets from the Charles M. Schultz Museum. It was directed by Bill Melendez and Phil Roman. And if you want to watch the special along with the commentary, A Charlie Brown Thanksgiving will be airing on PBS and PBS Kids on Sunday, November 21st at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. So that's this year, 2021. I can't guarantee that'll be the case in in subsequent years, but this year it's on PBS Sunday, November 21st at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. You can also catch this on Apple TV Plus if you're a subscriber. Apple TV Plus has the entire catalog of classic peanut specials. I will also have affiliate links in the write-up in case you'd like to purchase a digital copy or physical media copy of this special. All right, let's go ahead and get started. I am watching the DVD version of A Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. I have it paused. Uh, I'm going to do a three count, uh, counting down from three, and then I'm going to hit play, and that's when we'll start the commentary track. All right, three, two, one. All right, and I am seeing the... Uh, Paramount logo. So just to let you know where we are in case the uh, television version is a little bit different. 
And here we go. And I'll let you know exactly when the actual episodes are. All right, right now. And we see Lucy with her football. Now, I watch this special about once a year. And as I mentioned before, this is one that uh, I think gets overlooked a lot. I mean, it's not as famous or popular as the Halloween or Christmas one, but I think it really is a good Thanksgiving special. So classic scene here, we've got Lucy taunting Charlie Brown with the old football gag. If, if you're familiar with Peanuts and you, you, you watch a lot of the specials, this uh, particular gag appears pretty regularly. And in fact... I think this is more of a cameo appearance for Lucy. I don't think she's in the rest of this episode. So, of course, Lucy always uh, tricks Charlie by uh, spinning the gag. And here she's talking about the tradition of football and Thanksgiving. They're tied very well together. And, of course, poor gullible Charlie Brown always falls for it. The animation's classic. I, I love it. It's very simple. It's a very simple style of animation, but it's it, it's it's very calming. It's very it tells the story and does exactly what it needs to. <laughs> Poor Charlie Brown. Oh my gosh! I can't imagine the chiropractic issues that he may have later in life due to this. All right, and now we're at the credits. Of course, we've got Snoopy and Woodstock in their pilgrim gear. I love the opening. Charlie Brown at a mailbox, of course. It's always an iconic. Uh, there's several iconic set pieces that you see in most of these specials. One of the things that I actually appreciate about this as an adult is that it's not simply a syrupy kind of uh, uh, holiday special where a lot of cartoons, a lot of uh, um, holiday specials are very, very happy and cheerful, which is great. But Charlie Brown also talks a little bit about how the holidays can be a little bit sad and lonely. A little bit ahead of its time for that. Stanley Miles, Miles Standish. That is a joke that I think comes up on Thanksgiving specials sometimes, older ones especially, the whole kind of Miles Standish. Uh, there, there was an old sitcom called What's Happening, which actually had a uh, Miles Standish joke in it. And uh, I had the pleasure of actually interviewing uh, uh, Dr. Danielle uh, Spencer, who uh, who starred on that show. And of course, he's mentioning the annual trip to grandma's and uh, we never see the adults. And I th if you're a fan of peanuts, you already noticed, but we never see the adults. They're referenced. You'll sometimes hear their garbled voices uh, as is made famous and Peppermint Patty. I initially thought that this was Peppermint Patty's first appearance on a Peanuts special, but I was actually incorrect about that. I looked it up, and she'd actually appeared, I think, once or twice before. 
But this may be her first appearance in a television special. I think she appeared in a uh, Snoopy film, uh, a Peanuts film. So if I'm not mistaken, this is actually uh, Peppermint Patty's uh, first appearance in a television special. And of course, the running gag of Peppermint Patty having, or Charlie Brown liking Peppermint Patty, and or Peppermint Patty thinking that uh, he likes her. So this might be the first appearance of Marcy. I'm not sure I would have to look it up. I should have looked it up before the commentary. Peppermint Patty just inviting herself over. And of course you're seeing landline phones. That's a throwback to another time. These days it would be on, uh, obviously, uh, iPhones and Androids and Evites. Not even on Facebook anymore. I think it would just be uh, uh, text messages. Now, you know, I don't know if at the time Friendsgiving was really a thing. I don't know how recent... Uh, or how old that tradition is, but this is more like a Friendsgiving. Linus always giving the practical advice, and Charlie Brown just getting deeper and deeper into these sticky situations. Oh, poor Charlie Brown. (laughs) Classic friends giving meal cold cereal and toast. This is a very Snoopy-heavy episode. Uh, If you watch the other specials, Snoopy is a side character, but I feel like he's more of a main character in this special than the other ones. And I think Woodstock gets more airtime in this special than he does in the other ones as well. Great soundtrack. Uh, I love the inclusion of some jazzy pieces in this one. And each special thematically is a little bit different. And I really think tonally having some jazz is such a great representation of this time of year, of the fall mood, uh, just right before the kick of the holiday, kickstarting the holiday season. Oh, that's quite a garage. They definitely need to do some spring cleaning. 
But yeah, this jazz piece is one that I've always enjoyed. <laughs> of course, what else are you going to use uh, other than a ping pong table for Friendsgiving? I'm just going to refer to this as Friendsgiving because that's essentially what this is. Linus taking charge. I think that's kind of a little bit of a switch up from his normal character. He's a, he's much more naive in the Great Pumpkin, and he's much more diffident in the Christmas special. Here, he's definitely um, more of a leader, and I'm wondering if that's portraying that uh, Linus is maybe a little bit older, because this was the third in the line of television specials. Of course, it's hard to tell with animation, but I'm curious as to whether or not we are seeing these characters that are slightly older. And this scene here is a little bizarre, just Snoopy and this uh, personified (laughs) uh, lawn chair having this fight. I'm guessing that this is just from Snoopy's point of view. And then we've got this, I love it. I love the fact that this jazz piece, uh, I, I'm guessing it's called Little Birdie. I, I'd have to look it up, but that it's playing throughout. It's just kind of taking its time. It's not just a quick flash. All practical questions that Marcy is asking. <laughs> And Peppermint Patty just commenting on how they're going to be casual because Charlie Brown wears the same thing all the time. Again, this is a little more cognizant and self-aware, I feel like, than some of the other specials. Oh, look at that. It's like this weird collection of chairs. Looks like a combination of lawn chairs and chairs just from inside the house. Okay, now we've got the classic Peanuts theme, which I think is called Linus and Lucy, if I'm not mistaken. And they're going through the (laughs) assembly line of making toast. I don't know, where do they get all these toasters from? They've got like the the traditional spring uh, toaster, but then they've got these weird looking ones that uh, you put bread on either side. It looks like a very old style kind of toaster. I've never quite seen one like that before. But they've got like seven or eight toasters. And now Snoopy popping the popcorn. Of course, now it would be microwave, but he's using the old stovetop. So in addition, we're seeing some other items that Charlie Brown did not mention, such as uh, I think I saw pretzels and jelly beans.
<laughs> There's definitely some more slapstick goofiness, like with Woodstock putting accidentally putting Snoopy's ear into the toaster and then buttering it up. Snoopy fighting the lawn chair. You don't see as much of that in the Halloween or the Christmas special. So I think tonally, this one's a little more playful, maybe a little more self-aware. Uh, I wouldn't maybe self-deprecating might be a little too strong of a word, but this one definitely kind of pokes fun at itself a little more. Snoopy just dragging that chest out of his house. Again, there's a lot more slapstick in this one. Now we see uh, Snoopy and Linus just <laughs> chasing each other and just getting into a whole bunch of nonsense with the costumes. Yeah, I don't think we see as much of this kind of slapstick goofiness in the uh, other specials. But it kind of works, you know? I mean, putting what else would you expect? Putting a beagle and a... I think Woodstock is a canary. Putting them in charge of uh, Friendsgiving dinner. Now, keep in mind, the animation is very simple, but I think for its time when this aired, it must have been pretty groundbreaking. Because this was at a time long before computers where each frame would have been hand-drawn. the guests I think this might have been the first appearance of Franklin I don't remember if he appeared in the prior specials Snoopy unveiling the dinner and again it wasn't really until I thought about it but 
Lucy is not in any of this uh, episode other than the very beginning. Ah, Linus giving the history lesson. Now, I don't know what that is, but that looks like some sort of uh, sundae. It's got some whipped topping and a cherry on top, so I don't know exactly what that is. Jello, I'm, I'm guessing it was probably something very simple. I've always noticed that. It's not mentioned, and it's not, it's not quite clear exactly what it is. Toast, popcorn, pretzels, and jelly beans. Those jelly beans look huge. And again, yeah, you see that Sunday looking thing. Yeah, this is a very, very simple Friendsgiving dinner or snack. <laughs> I love Charlie Brown just munching away. I see interesting Peppermint Patty's mentioning what's on the plate, but she doesn't mention the jelly beans. I'm assuming that's what they are, jelly beans. Marcy coming out with the the knowledge. I always thought it was funny how they draw Marcy's glasses. So that you can't see her pupils. <laughs> but this is really giving a prominent role. It's almost like Peppermint Patty is taking the Lucy role. Kind of being the strong semi-antagonist. And then Marcy being the voice of reason. There <laughs> Bookending the joke set up earlier with Miles Standish. And similar to the Christmas special, this is really hitting about this is really hitting the the heart of what the holiday is all about it's great it's almost like marcy's taking the linus role from uh the christmas special where linus was talking about that 
uh, with the uh, Christmas celebration in the tree. That's a pretty prophetic line. There's enough problems in this world without uh, causing more problems. Makes this kind of a timeless classic. Other than the telephone, uh, I think this is something, this is a special that really ages pretty well. You got the famous adult mumble. This is a very, very simple plot. It's a very simple story. And there aren't too many elaborate uh, locations or different sets. It's probably because just to keep the animation very simple, but it works. It's just, it tells a very simple story. I always found this part uplifting. <laughs> They're all sitting there looking depressed. And grandmother saves the day by inviting everyone over. Now, this is this is where they load up into the station wagon. Now, I always remember this scene from when I was little. That station wagon has got a really interesting configuration of chairs. There's like one on the side. There's like this big bench seat. I don't know. It just—I always thought it looked very comfortable for the rear end of a station wagon. Charlie Brown throwing a dose of reality here. And notice he's sitting by himself in that lone seat. And of course, the reveal. I love this part where Snoopy has basically been holding out on everybody during this whole episode. He's got everything in that little doghouse. That's kind of another running joke that I love is that this tiny doghouse, he's got a ton of stuff in there. It's almost like if you watch uh, Doctor Who, it's like the TARDIS. It looks small on the outside, but on the inside. I, I just always imagine that the inside of the doghouse, which I don't think we ever get to see, is huge. It must just mess around with time and space to, <laughs> to be a lot bigger on the inside than on the outside. That's it's really sweet though. He's just bringing out the the Thanksgiving dinner, the real Thanksgiving dinner, for for he and Linus, uh, for Woodstock. I mean, he and Woodstock.
And again, it's just that classic theme, that Peanuts theme playing right now. A little bit jazzy. I like it. I like I like the jazzier themes that we hear in this one. This one is definitely a, a slower episode. There's not as much that happens, say, compared to the other specials, but I like it. I like that it's hitting upon some of these larger themes. And the special really ends on Woodstock there. I didn't think I realized that before. I love the credits because it's continuing the dinner. Now we're seeing the pumpkin pie. So this was a, a, a Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. Again, it's a great special. It's a little underrated, uh, but I think it's a, a wonderful one to watch before the holidays. And just as a reminder, this will if you're catching this this year, this is 2021, it'll air on PBS this Sunday. So you can watch this track with it if you like. Uh, but I hope everyone has a great Thanksgiving. Be safe. I uh, hope you're able to spend it with uh, loved ones. And I'll be back in December. A Charlie Brown Thanksgiving was produced by Lee Mendelson and Bill Melendez. This commentary was produced in accordance with the fair use exception to the U.S. Copyright Act as covered under 17 U.S.C. Section 107. Moving Forward was produced by John Lim and BeMovingForward.com. All rights reserved.